0: If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Minds of Magic and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela J. Hello, hi, how are ya? If we haven't met, I am your go to gal helping you manifest your next level lux life. And what does that even mean? It means you're allowed to be spiritual and a bougie bitch all at the same time. And I'm just here to teach you exactly how to do that. So, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Tuesday, you guys. This week is a really special week because it is my last fucking week of school. Can you guys believe? If you follow me on Instagram and have been following my journey, school's been kind of a struggle just because I already work for myself full-time. It's not like I need my degree, but I do have a lot of scholarships, so I wanted to finish out just for all the people who are funding my education, and it's not something I take lightly. It's a privilege to be able to go to school but I'm so fucking excited to be done. <laughs> and maybe I'll record a solo episode all about like pushing through when something feels very out of alignment. If that's something you guys want, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm at the Michaela J. If that's something you guys are interested in, but this week I'm super excited about our episode because I have my friend Nicole on and she's kind of sharing all of the information. Everyone's been asking about fitness because when it comes to being fit, it's A lot, a lot of mindset work. And you guys know I'm obsessed with the gym. I'm there almost every day of the week. I have a personal trainer. I also eat really healthy. Um, I follow like cutting and bulking a lot of times. I'm just very, very conscious of my health and my fitness. And I'm just kind of doing what feels good all of the time. But it is so much mindset because like we talk about, you have to expect the results in order to receive them. And in order to expect yourself to get the results you want, you just need, you need to be easy on yourself. You need to be loving towards yourself. You need to be accepting. And that's a lot of what Nicole talks about. So I'm really excited to bring this to you guys. You guys have been asking me lots of questions about workouts and diets just because I'm always sharing pictures of my abs and the gym. (laughs) So I thought this would be a perfect match to bring Nicole on. But before we dive into all of that, our sponsor is no other than the Level Up Luxe Lounge. So you guys know the doors are actually closed for this, but just because I love you guys and I love the podcast, I'm letting you sneak in late, behind the scenes, secretive, secretly. And if you use the code podcast, you're getting 20% off. So you get 20% off, whether you do month to month, six months, or the annual membership. So it's totally up to you guys. The link is in the show notes, but what is the Lux Lounge? If you don't know, it's my monthly membership site where I teach the level of laws of the universe. And these are the 12 immutable laws. And I see a lot about it online, but I've never seen somebody explain them and break them down in a way where we tie it with manifestation and where you can really act Activate it. So I just did all the experimenting for you and then created the membership so I can teach you exactly what to do. So that's what that is. And you can get in for as little as $37 a month. So the, the link is in the show notes for you. And one more thing that I want to talk about for you guys to go sign up for is my maybe to manifested webinar. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, I am hosting this webinar live on Thursday. So you have to go get signed up this week. It is completely free, a 90-minute training, and it's maybe to manifested. We're teaching you how to take your desires from that maybe standpoint to the the Pinterest board. This would be nice. I would really love to have that. Like maybe I can manifest this to I'm Manifesting this, I have manifested that, and just really activate the powers of manifestation in your life. So it's for the girl who has that vision, who knows what she wants, but sometimes struggles with a little bit of self doubt, and especially that question of, like, okay, I think I can have all this, but like, is it really, like, is this really something I can do? Like somebody who's like kind of questioning themselves, that's who this webinar and this free training is for. So go get signed up. When you guys show up live to the training, you're getting a free workbook from me, completely free, no purchase necessary. And it's called next level clarity. So we're going to be defining your next level Lux life and exactly how to start taking action towards that. So it's just a super fun bonus I'm giving you guys. Think of it as like a little Christmas bonus just from me to you. Um, Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, you guys must sign up. The link is in the show notes and yeah. So our manifestation mode moment this week is something really fun. It's an accessory and it's chain belts. I know everybody basically has seen these belts on Instagram that are like the sparkly chain belts and I think those are cute, but I feel like they're a little bit basic now. Like don't get me wrong, I totally rock one. But I think here over at the MMM podcast, we like to be a little bit more bougie, a little bit next level, a little bit ahead of the trends. And so I'm talking the like very cute chain belts that have a couple of layers where there's maybe like it's one belt, but has three like chains hanging down from it. And classically, these are by Chanel. Like Chanel has really, really cute ones, but obviously they're going to be very much so on the luxury pricing side. And so I found my favorite one you guys can get on Amazon. It's like 14 bucks and it's so cute. I'm going to link it for you guys in the show notes, but I think this is perfect to just put over a plain dress for like holiday parties and New Year's because if you're wearing like a plain black dress, maybe it's like a long sleeve black dress, some sparkly heels, you just throw on this chain belt and it takes you from like a five to like a 12, you know, it just dresses up any outfit. And I honestly think these are going to start to be big. I'm seeing them here, there and everywhere, just like not here, there and everywhere, but just here and there, but soon they will be everywhere. So trust me, you're going to want one. Like I said, the one I'll tag is like 14 bucks. And honestly, like I'm getting ready to go towards summer because I'm going to be in Bali and Australia soon. So I'm like looking at summer clothes and the chain belts will be really cute over like a high-waisted swimsuit with like a kimono. That's the vibe I'm going for. So just wanted to let you guys in on that little secret. And before I send you off into this interview, I'm actually going to intro Nicole here because when Nicole and I recorded, I was deathly sick. So here's just a little bit about Nicole. She is a certified personal trainer and she has not one, but two degrees in nutrition and kinesthesiology, I think you pronounce it. Basically really smart fitness and health stuff. And she's also a fitness writer for Betches. If you guys have ever heard, they're like this modern girl cool like online publication they have a book that I've read and it's called Nice is Just a Place in France or like you know, niece is spelled the same way as nice. And it's just like a book about kind of being a bad bitch, like having bad bitch energy. And she, and so Nicole is a fitness writer for them. So keeping it real on the fitness realm, she's just a total babe here to dish out the mindset around being fit. Like I said earlier, she preaches a lot about self-acceptance and her journey with that. She's actually from Thailand and always said that she never really felt like she fit in. And so she came to America and finally felt like she found her place, found her confidence, and now she makes these amazing workout videos on Instagram. So if you guys ever wanted workouts, she makes them and posts them. They're so good. And she actually has a fitness ebook that she is putting out. So definitely check that out. But without further ado, let's get into the interview. Welcome to the podcast, Nicole.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to record. We've had to move around the schedule a million times. So I'm so happy to finally sit down and chat. Oh my god. I know.
1: Me too. I mean too. I hope you feel better. Oh,
0: thanks. I'm are there. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, let's jump straight into our speed
0: dating questions. What's your horoscope okay. sign? I am a Leo. Oh, okay. Feisty yeah. mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So good. Okay. Do you have a morning practice or like a daily ritual?
1: Um, I just started working with the goddess Lakshmi, so I love. listen to a, a mantra every single morning as soon as I wake up.
0: Hmm, so good. I love the Lakshmi mantra. I've done that one before. Do you? Yeah. How okay, are you liking it?
1: I love it. I feel like it's such a relaxing um, way to wake up. Usually, like before I started this, I I I just started getting you know a little bit more spiritual and trying to work on my, my energy a few months ago, but, Mm -hmm. um, before this, I would wake up, like, literally, like, like, snooze button 50,000 times, like, rushing, (laughs) like, frazzled, and it's nice when you wake up gently like this to, like, get yourself in the right state of mind for the rest of the day.
0: Mm, I agree. Just, like, a nice soft thing before you, like, grab the phone, answer the DMs, like, answer the emails. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: It's still hard for me to not jump right right into Instagram, like, as soon as I wake up, though. Same. All the notifications, girl. Oh, I
0: agree. I know. I've been so bad about it lately. I need to, like, tone it down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that all the time.
0: Mm, Totally. Okay, what's your favorite travel spot?
1: My favorite travel spot so far has been the Maldives.
0: Oh my God. I'm dying yeah. to go. Okay. Tell me about it. When did you go? What did you do?
1: Okay. I went in 2014 and I went with my family. Um, my older brother is like an avid scuba diver. So oh, wow. he wanted to go for scuba diving. I wanted to go for Instagram picture. <laughs> oh, of course. I wanted to go to some Maldives. <laughs> right. And then my parents just wanted to go for, you know what I mean? Vacation and all this. And so, I was like, let's go to the Maldives. Like, it checks out everybody's, like, requirements. But the, the ways to get there, girl, was a struggle. You get on a big plane and then a small plane and then a big boat and then a little boat that takes you to your villa. What? <laughs> and, and oh, my you're... God. <laughs> yes. It, it was a full day of travel, but so worth it because you're just in the middle of the ocean. You wake up, eat breakfast, jump right in the ocean, and... Honestly, I'll tell you this, my skin has never been so clear as when I was in the Maldives. Really? Something about the salt water, yeah, like antibacterial, mm. everything, you're glowing and tan.
0: Mm, okay, well, that's going on my list for next year. Yes, you <laughs> it have might take to. five flights, but we'll get there. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, you need to go, it's so worth it.
0: Oh my god, it's so high on my list. It looks beautiful and everybody has like the little villas that are literally like in the ocean basically. Yes.
1: Like, oh,
0: yes. my dream. <laughs> yeah. So good. I love that. Okay. What's the coolest thing you've ever like manifested?
1: The coolest thing I've ever manifested. Um I would say oh my writing job at Bitches.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: How did that happen? So I had applied um over the summer and it was out of nowhere. I'd been following this website for years and years and years, ever since I was an undergrad. And this was like in twenty twelve when I first started like, you know, reading their website every single day. Yeah. So a year ago I was in the midst of kind of like slowing down, actually personal training, and trying to transition into trying to find a platform to spread knowledge without actually having to be in the gym all day long, and you know just kind of transitioning to an online space. Right. And I, <laughs> I sent in a writing sample to. It was a very general contact email address that they have up on their website, and so you know because they're such a big women's space online i was like i don't know if they're even gonna get my
0: email <laughs> but
1: i'm gonna try it anyway <laughs> so i sent in a writing sample and it took three months i remember before oh back got to me and i was like i was like you know i'm like trying to find a job like i just want to do something i just want to like have a purpose for what i'm doing because at that time mm-hmm. i was still doing bottle service in the clubs too on the side and it was just not like as great and as fun of a job, it just doesn't give your life much meaning, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pray on it. going to think about it. going to pretend like I already have it. So I kept on writing and writing and writing in my spare time. And three months later, I thought I had given up hope already, kind of. I was just kind of like, I'm going to start applying to other websites. And their editor-in-chief actually emailed me back and was like, hey, we love your writing sample. Like, Would you come work, write for us?
0: Oh my God. And you're like, wait, the editor-in-chief emailed me. What? Yes, Sarah.
1: <laughs> she is my girl. That's my girl. She is so
0: cool. I was like, wow. That just goes to show like, there's so much to say about planting seeds. You know, like sometimes we just feel like, oh, it's like, it's one in the, one in a million or like, oh, I did it months and months ago. Like it must be done. It's just like, right. we're always planting seeds and we never know the timing. It's so right.
1: good exactly it's like the universe has your back in some way or another all always the time. oh
0: that's so good and it's like perfect timing too because like you said you were writing all the time so your skills probably got better anyways and then by the yeah. time you actually get to write you're like yeah i'm this bomb ass writer because i've been writing every day for three yeah. months
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was all fitness and nutrition related topics
0: so. oh perfect yeah
1: it was
0: really good. i love that okay what's your favorite luxury splurge
1: my favorite luxury splurge—it's um, gotta be jewelry. Jewelry, and, Ooh. And, yeah. And watch this—I I would save up forever. I mean, my clothes—I really don't spend a lot on clothes at all. Like I'm fashion nova all day, yeah. girl. With the, coupon <laughs>
0: belt, you know, with the with the coupon texts every other day. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes. Give me all the discounts because it's like. I find that, like, apparel is kind of perishable. You know, you wash it a few times, it starts to get, like, faded, whatever, and it's time to replace it. But, like, jewelry lasts forever. Yeah. So, um, you go, definitely, I'll save up for years and years for a piece, because I want to pass it down to, like, my daughter. So, my daughter is going to be the one that gets all my love bracelets that I have. Oh, <laughs> With I all the love scratches that. on it. <laughs> <sighs>
0: what's your like favorite piece of jewelry that you own
1: my favorite piece of jewelry that I own um it's got to be the love bracelets because I went back home and my family we really respect this monk in Thailand and so what we did and my brother did this with his watch uh we gave the monk I gave him my bracelets and you know how love bracelets you can take off the two halves. Yeah. And I had him um, kind of like inscribe like a, like a protective charm on the back of my bracelets,
0: all three of them. Oh my God. How special.
1: Yeah. So it's like a protective kind of magical um, thing that I have with me all the time. Oh, I love that.
0: And if you guys are listening, you're like, what the hell's a love bracelet? It's the Cartier love bracelet.
1: <laughs>
0: They're it's the, ones the ones Kylie has like 12 of at one time. Yes, it's what the Kardashians wear up to their <laughs> bicep. Right. <Okay. laughs> right. So it's like a Wonder amazing. Woman's shield on them. <laughs> I love that. I love those bracelets. So gorgeous. And
1: how special. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, it just adds to kind of, um, like, the very, like, personal connection that I have with with something I wear all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, what's your favorite book? My favorite book is Law Law of Attraction by Robert Greene. Oh, I haven't read that one. It's very, very good. It is, it is so, like, to to me, he's the one that writes 48 Laws of Power, too. Oh, okay, I've read that is, is it, have you sk- skimmed through it at all?
0: The Law of Attraction one?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I haven't even yeah, heard of it. Yeah, or the 48 laws of Law it's,
1: I've read so, the 48 Law one. Oh, no, 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 it's not Law of Attraction. I'm so sorry. It is um, Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. Oh, no, I've never even heard of yeah. it. Yeah, so... It's, like, a pickup artist's, like, favorite book. I don't read it to pick up people, but I kind of like to delve into the psychology of dating and romance just for fun. Interesting. And he categorizes it so crazy. It's very manipulative.
0: Uh, though, I mean, the 48 powers, uh, power of law, or whatever
1: it is, that one's very like, manipulative, too. It's so manipulative to, like, the umped degree. Like, I don't even understand, but he, like... <laughs> One of his main things for the art of seduction is, like, pick the right victim. <laughs> so you want to go for, like, the weak, vulnerable <laughs> victim. Oh, God. <laughs> but it is a very, very interesting read, and I suggest everybody read it at some point or another. It's mm. interesting. Yeah. I'm going to have to – I'm literally going
0: to order that tonight because it sounds yeah. so interesting. It's very – Like they, how to it,
1: manipulate. <laughs> girl, so manipulative. And, like – he categorizes like the different types of like flirt or seducer that you want to be. Oh. And yeah, and then the, the types of victims and like methods and like
0: what. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're gonna
0: read it. We're gonna learn how to manipulate yes. to get the things we want out of life. You know. Yes. That isn't a
1: good way. <laughs> yes, we're gonna do it in a nice way. Yeah.
0: I love that. Okay. And the last speed dating question is what is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment?
1: My go-to at the moment and for, it's been for a long time. is the nitro cold brew from Starbucks is usually the easiest one on every corner of the universe, but anywhere with a nitro cold brew, I think the nitro makes it a lot easier to drink.
0: Mm -hmm. I love nitro cold brew. Do you live in LA? I do. Okay, Alfred's Nitro Cold Brew is so good.
1: I've heard so many things about Alfred's, and I've only been, like, twice. Oh, my and, God, what? And you yeah. live in LA? That's, like, a sin. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I used to go to the one um, right next to Cycle House.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You need
1: to go, and you need to
0: get their Nitro over ice. It's so oh good.
1: God. I'm going to go today, actually, because it's time for my... Evening coffee. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Go. Yeah. You have to go and tag me in it. It's like my favorite drink in the world.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I will for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Let's start with the interview. I want to hear more about you. I want to hear about your journey. Like, how the hell did you come from Thailand to the US? Like, what was that about? (laughs) And I want to hear about like your journey of self acceptance with that and how you just felt you came to more self acceptance once you got to America.
1: So just Mm -hmm. tell us what that was all about. Okay, so I was born and raised in Bangkok, and in Thailand, um, I always was raised, thanks to my parents, in, like, a little bit more of an Americanized environment. I went to an all-American school, um, I, you know, they were totally open to me, like, not really having a lot of Thai friends, but my family is still Thai, and very much so in like, you know, very um, involved in, like, Thai society, and uh, very conservative, and um, the beauty ideals that were so contradicting to me was, like, I would go to school, and because my school would be Americanized, like, everybody looked, you know, so diverse, and there was all types of, like, all body shapes and sizes, and everybody, you know, was beautiful in their own way, but in in the outside environment in Thailand, it's, like, and you can even see this in the media in Thailand. it's you're super skinny, super like like pushing like a hundred pounds even is like yeah, the norm small, so like, small. <laughs> yeah, for so many people. it's like the norm for so many people, and it's like you'll see that or you'll see like super big girls portrayed in the media and in real life as like the funny friend, and mm. I think that that was a struggle for um. media here the western media like decades ago right you have like the funny fat friend and like the pretty Mm -hmm. skinny girl and it's crazy because in thailand you see that in real life all the time too and if you would talk to people like the first thing they would ask you is like have you eaten which is a normal greeting in asian cultures but Mm -hmm. if it's somebody that you know, like a family friend or something like that, the first thing they do if you're a girl is comment on your weight, and it is the most jarring thing ever. Like to this day, every time I go back home, because I go back once a year, they're like, Nicole, did you lose weight? Did you gain weight? You look, you know, skinnier, bigger, whatever. It's like a comment right away. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, Growing up, I was always on like the bigger side. And so I never really felt like, and it was, like, not something I could really help, um, because, like, I was literally, like, my bones are just, I guess, bigger and denser. Yeah. Um, right. And everybody was just so delicate over there, and I just felt, like, so big, and I just, like, hated myself, and I fell into, like, a downward spiral of eating disorders in middle school but I started off by like overexercising because I was involved in so many extracurriculars um, that I would just be like, I want to just, I'll just work out all day and like not eat because I'm already so busy that it's easier for me to not think about eating. Mm -hmm. And so when I would eat, it was like huge binge all the time. And so it was like a vicious cycle, like guilt and shame and like being disappointed in myself and like restricting myself as punishment and all this just craziness and that at that age you're really you're doing a lot more damage to your body than you realize with all the hormones going on um and that went on for years until I graduated high school and went to college in Virginia oh so random Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. I went to George Mason University, which is like twenty minutes from DC. So it wasn't like in the country country. So it wasn't yeah. too bad. I mean, I live in
0: Nebraska, so, <laughs> I mean, it's so much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you kind of know the struggle. My school was next to a senior home. So oh
0: my, God, my apartment's next to a cornfield. So I, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just silence at 10 PM. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so my undergrad the irony was my degree is in nutrition. My undergrad degree is in nutrition. And I aced all my classes. I was so into the topic. I just was so afraid to apply my knowledge to myself because at that point, I was so used to living under rules and restrictions and little weird rules that I would have for myself, like, numbers that would come up out of nowhere, like, today, I can't eat more than 800 calories, that type of thing, and it was based on just nothing, but, like, I wanted to have something where it's, like, you're doing something right, or you're doing something wrong,
0: Mm, you know,
1: so it's, like, you're either passing or failing, like, I kind of took that with my body, and it was, like, so damaging to my mental health um that like it it was just a constant cycle of like self-hatred and it wasn't even self-love it was I was either like just okay with myself or I was like hating myself and my body and I didn't start working out until after undergrad when wow. I moved out to LA. Yeah. So working out seriously, like in high school, I was a cheerleader dancer. So I was working out in that way, but I never like lifted weights, like nothing like that seriously until I moved to LA and started doing boot camp and cycle house. And I was like, this makes me feel really good. There's, you, and then I started shifting my mindset with food to fuel me for these activities instead of something that I had to punish myself for and be so restrictive. Um and I started to accept my body. My, not only was it changing for the better, like I was transforming my body in a way that I was super happy about, but I was also transforming my my feelings towards it. Like I was appreciating what it could do on the treadmill when I'm sprinting versus the fact that like, okay, it doesn't look completely right in, in this pair of jeans, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at that time, um, the whole beauty paradigm was starting to shift. And I think it's thanks to Instagram. And I mean, I don't want to give the Kardashians too much credit for their bodies, but <laughs> they really <laughs> they really brought back that it's okay to not be stick skinny yeah and you know a lot of people will say yeah like their bodies are super fake or whatever this and that but it's like on a relatable scale a lot of the girls will find that maybe having a curvier body is more achievable than having a body like Kate Moss that was the rage when we were in middle and high school.
0: Right.
1: You yeah. know, so in that sense, I feel like it gives people the like hope and like encouragement to like kind of accept their bodies and do something that like you can't sh- you can't turn an orange into an apple. You know what I mean? You can't go from being like having not being born with a certain body shape to wanting that body shape without completely harming yourself. And so with Instagram and like the Kardashians popping up, it was like, okay, now we're really starting to see the diversity in all these body shapes. And it's helped me accept myself even more.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. And even going back to like, the food pattern to me, like, okay, I'm only going to eat 800 calories this day. It's like, we just want that control a lot of times over things. Like we're like feeling uncomfortable in our bodies and like, we might have a certain body shape and that's something we can't control. And so we're like, I'm going to put these boundaries on myself. And sometimes it can be so unhealthy. And I feel like that happens to a lot of people. And I'm excited to have you on and talk about all this fitness stuff because all of my listeners know on Instagram, on the podcast that mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with fitness. And it's like, mm-hmm. I had an eating disorder in high school as well. And it was like, we just love that control, but we can shift that from a place of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, restrict myself and, you know, I'll feel better that way to being like, I love my body. I want to celebrate it. So let's eat healthy. Let's, you know, work out. Let's love that my body can run on the treadmill, not hate that. Like, oh, this part of my thigh is jiggling, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's all just a huge mindset thing, which I think is really, really fascinating. So when you started to like accept your body, do you feel like you had those kind of in and out days? Do
1: you feel like you accepted it and you were good to go or was it like a practice for you? It was definitely a practice. I don't think that everybody is always 150% accepting of their body and like loves it all the time. Um, There's definitely, you know, like when you're PMSing that you're like, oh fuck, like, (laughs) like why are my jeans not fitting right today? <laughs> right. <laughs> but um I think the with with practice and just kind of that transition into more of a self-love space, you snap out of it quicker with less damage being done to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not you're having a day where it's like okay, like these jeans don't fit quite right, but I'm not going to punish myself for it because I know it is because of this, this, and this, and not because something that I'm doing wrong.
0: Yeah. And just make yeah. it a very like objective thing and not creating all these stories in our mind about this, this, and that and be like, oh my God, exactly. if I ate this piece of cake. I need to run for like 30 minutes and just being like, exactly. it's okay. I accept it. I was having, you know, I was at a party. Yeah. I'm gonna have a piece of fucking cake and it'll be fine. Right. Like, I think that's an issue that a lot of us run into with fitness is we're creating all these stories. And it's something that I do all the time too. Like I'll like drunkenly eat some kind of fast food or like French fries. And then the next day I'll be like, oh, I'm so bloated. But it's like, we just need to take it from an objective standpoint and be like, no, I can just reset tomorrow. I can just eat a salad now. And it's okay that I ate fries yesterday.
1: (laughs) Right. And the thing with having those boundaries is because it's so black and white, A lot of us, once we step over the line just a little bit, we're like, "Fuck it!" Oh, I can curse on here, right?
0: Oh, of course. (laughs)
1: Okay, (laughs) I was like, you know, like I would have, I would slip up and maybe have like a tiny piece of chocolate, but it was over the 800 calories, and I would just be like, "You know what? Fuck it, fucked up already. Let me just go ahead." And Um, the next thing you know, it's like everything. That's what's so dangerous about having those boundaries for yourself because it's right or wrong, it's pass or fail it's black and white. There's no area where you're like, okay, like we're like in the gray area right now, but let me stop before I take it too far. There's none of that. Ooh, yeah. I think that's yeah. so interesting.
0: And it's like, I do that. I was doing that recently. Like I like just got my period TMI for everybody listening, but I was like, <laughs> I just really want some damn chocolate. So I like went to the store and got like this super healthy, like cookie dough. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I shouldn't spend like the rest of my night eating cookie dough, but it's like, but I want it. So I'm going to have it. And then, you know, yeah. tomorrow, I know what my, my meal plan is. So it's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to have one treat and I know I'm going to eat healthy tomorrow. So it's like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Because you can just bounce back instead of spiral down. Like, okay, now I'm going to
1: eat chips and nachos right. and pop and all of that. Exactly. Exactly. When you have less limitations for yourself, you can see what you're really like capable of in all areas, like with your willpower oh. with you know, physically, with your body, with your mentality. It's just kind of like that freedom is kind of what we need. Mm,
0: Oh, I love that. Like less boundaries, more freedom. That's so good because like, and it's the same thing with like manifestation and mindset. When you like stop putting so many fucking rules around your life, so much more is possible. You can manifest so much more money. You can manifest more friends. You manifest more trips. Cause like, of course it's all accessible to you. You just have to remove the rules that you're taught and that you're creating for yourself
1: right everybody's been taught with these certain like limiting beliefs and sometimes we impose that on ourselves and it totally. limits our potential you know yeah i love that so yeah. when it
0: comes to, like self acceptance what do you feel like are some important tips that have helped you that can help listeners like what has really helped you like love yourself more
1: i think what has loved myself more or what has made me love myself more is really looking at everything that my body like has taken me through. Like all those girl all those rough nights partying and stuff like that and like all those you know what I mean? It could be even like a, a particularly grueling workout session. Like you wanna just appreciate that and be like, oh my yeah. God, like my legs really like could squat this many pounds and I could really curl like bicep curl this many pounds. Like this is crazy. And like Seeing that progression every single time you go in
0: makes you appreciate your
1: body so much more.
0: Mm, yeah. So, and how do awesome. you feel like that kind of acceptance, like being like, okay, like, yes, hell yeah, I can do this. My body is so powerful. Like, how do you think that helps you get closer to your goals?
1: Um, I think that, like, that kind of mindset where you're working and you're grinding and you're seeing results you can apply that to everything else in life. Like you'll Mm. see so many people that like work so hard and, you know, yeah, they're making money, but then their health is suffering. If they only applied that mentality, they have that mentality where if they wanted to improve their health and like work on their body, they could, because that hustle is already there in their work. You feel me? Mm, Yeah. If you want to apply that mindset to everything in your life, you're golden.
0: Mm, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Sorry, like cut you off on your tips, but I just like thought of that and didn't want to forget it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> so back to our self-acceptance tips. What other tips do you have? <laughs> um, for self-acceptance, I would say feeding when, when I had less of like like a mathematical approach to my food and you start looking at the quality of your food, it really helps you feel better. Like, Mm. you like when you're eating like nutritious foods and stuff like that, you're kind of like embodying that like higher version of yourself. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When you're treating your body right, like, for me, like, I would always think like, what the person that I want to be, what is she doing? Right. You know what I mean? And I already am that person. So it's like, a part of self-acceptance is already accepting that you are that higher level of yourself. You just have to bring her out, right? Yeah. And so you're like, what what is she doing? Like, how is she eating? How is she working out? How is she working? How is she talking to people? Like, you want to embody that completely. And then once you do and you get, you know, all this positive reactions and feedback back to you, it helps your self-acceptance. It helps you accept that, you know, you, you should work to be a higher level of yourself every single day in all aspects.
0: Yeah. I love that. Like you're getting the positive feedback, like it's almost positive reinforcement over and right. over and over again by like continuing on. And there is a podcast that I love Ed my and he always talks about like, just following through what you say you're going to do for yourself. Yeah. And that's yeah. just going to build up that self-acceptance, that self-reliance. You're like, okay, yeah. I, can, you know, I have my back. I follow yeah. through with what I say. And you know, that's how my higher self is. So of course I'm mm-hmm. going to continue. That makes so much exactly. sense. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I would say the last part that's helped me really accept myself and, and improve that of myself has been discipline mm, and patience. So good. Yeah. That's discipline so Nothing will come to you without consistency in some kind of way. And that's applicable to not just fitness and not just nutrition and eating right, but everything. Yeah. With work, with making money, with taking care of the people around you. You don't just check up on your friends once a year, you know? You, right. don't, you <laughs> don't just go to the office once a year. You have to consistently do it. That's how you improve everything life.
0: I agree. Consistency is like the most important thing. That's why I think a daily practice is so important. I preach about it up, down, all around. It's like the little things you can do daily, that is what is creating your dream life. That's what's bringing you your health goals, your money goals, your career goals is like, what are you doing every single day? And I think that's what a lot of people run into when it comes to just like a fit and healthy life is like maintaining that, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, people are in the gym and then they're like, okay, I'm going to work out for this vacation. Then they go on the vacation and they fall off and then they yeah. get upset because they gain the weight back. So how do yeah. you think we can start maintaining that fit and healthy life? How can we continue with like the discipline route? Um,
1: the first Eight weeks will always be the hardest. That's when you're gonna have to keep yourself the most accountable. Mm. Um, I would say schedule, and if you live and die by a schedule or a Google Calendar or a to-do list, <laughs> put that in your list because it's going to it's going to help you. Like, you know that feeling of when you get to check something off your to-do list.
0: Oh, so good. Yeah. So rewarding.
1: This is is something that like you can do in a day to like get that feeling of like, okay, I've accomplished something. Like I've accomplished this task. And it's just a matter of getting yourself in the gym. Um, I would also say if like the hardest part is getting there. So it's like, if you want to meet up with a friend at the gym or hire like a trainer, usually some gyms, well, this is like a hack and like, I don't work at a commercial gym anymore, but they would totally kill me for this. There is used like a first like free session or like two or three free sessions at a gym that you could try out. Um, and they have these promotions all the time. Like I know the gym I used to work at would do like a free personal training session for your birthday. So oh, like yeah. even getting like a personal trainer or like a trial session or something, but having that scheduled in where it's not like you can just cancel on it and nobody would know. Um, that will help you get to the gym. And once you get there, you're already there. Like let's just do it anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree. It's like, you just need to like have your clothes laid out, have your gym (laughs) bag ready, like pick the time you're going to fucking go. And I think the hardest part is people need to push through their bullshit excuses and a lot of people ask me about this. They're like, oh my God, you're in the gym every day. Like, how are you so dedicated? Do you ever lose motivation? Fuck yeah. Like I work all day and I'm then I'm tired, yeah. but it's like, yeah. you need to have a reason to go too. I think it's yeah. super important. It's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, like we were saying earlier, you're following through with what you said you were going to do. That's right. so important. Like schedule it in, follow through what you're going to fucking say you're going to do and just
1: go. Right just that just if you tell yourself you're gonna go you gotta go i think the most bullshit excuse is that they don't have time i think everybody takes time for what you want what you really want you know um like think of all the time like all the hours in the day you spend scrolling through instagram or (laughs) watching tv like even if you like Transition that and move that same very same. You can still scroll on Instagram. You can still watch Netflix. Just do it on yep. a treadmill. Do it on a stairmaster. You would feel right. so much better about yourself. I agree. Like, take your
0: Shane Dawson Jeffrey Star video, put it yeah. on the stairmaster, and yes. walk your ass up those stairs. Yes. Like, oh, and the thing is, I with the gym, like you, I'm sure you know very well. It's like we get endorphins from working out. So you're just gonna be happier afterwards. You're gonna be happy yeah. that you're doing it. You're gonna sweat. You're gonna feel good. It's like yeah. I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like people get addicted to those kind
1: of endorphins and that will keep you motivated to go. Is there like yeah. some science behind that? There is. There's definitely science behind that. So yeah, like you said, the hap like the endorphins aren't flowing when you are in like fight or flight mode kind of. That adrenaline okay. rush is going and you have to push yourself to a certain extent, or you have to actually finish your workout to be able to get that feeling. So mm. when you're consistently going, it's going to be torturous for the first eight weeks because you're not addicted <laughs> to to those rushes. You're like you're like develop. It's not like heroin. You know what I mean? It's like one <laughs> shot and you're addicted to it. If that was right. the case. <laughs> Everybody would be in the gym all day long. but it's one of those like gradual, <laughs> gradual addiction. So you gotta push past the pain to get addicted to it. And then once you get addicted to it, you actually crave the gym because you miss sweating and you miss, you know, being out of breath and working your ass off, and you miss that sense of accomplishment and just the happy hormones like flowing through your body. Mm, the key yep. is just to get yourself there. Yeah. And yeah. That
0: feeling you're talking about, it's like, I'm very addicted to. So if everybody listening is like, how's Behala in the gym every day? That is how I'm so addicted to that feeling. And it's and like- really and. Addicted. Right. And when you come back to like the mindset manifestation side of things, like manifesting is all about feeling really, really good. And it's like, I manifest really easily because I make it a priority to sweat my ass off in the gym every day. So I get those endorphins. So I feel good. So of course I get everything I want because I'm always like, you know, it just brings that extra rush of energy too. Um, what what would you tell somebody who's like, oh, but I work all day and I'm tired when I get home and I'm just not motivated. Like, what would you tell them to get them in the gym?
1: I would say you work all day for all this money, but if you don't get your ass in the gym, you won't live long enough to spend that money. Oh, (laughs) so good. Get them. Yes. Yes. I mean, people just stop, they need to stop prioritizing wealth over health. I feel like a lot of workaholics, I mm. used to be my brother. He was like a workaholic who would work all the time. He worked for Deloitte Financial Consulting. And okay. you know, those hours are rough and I get right. it. And I was over here like personal training. I was trying to motivate him because like every time I went back home, he was just getting bigger and bigger. And I was like, bro, like. What's going? Like, why do you look forty? <laughs>
0: you're like, I could send you a plan. Like, what's happening? Right.
1: I'm like, okay, you are only you're eight years older than me. You're like barely pushing thirty. Why do you look forty? So, yeah. I was like, he was like, I just don't have time. I was just like, you drink like every night with like your voice, like because like your coworkers, you know. And I'm like, yeah. I take that planning that you do and take it in the gym. And brainstorm shit while you guys are, like, walking on the treadmill or, like, lifting weights. Like, you know, people think working out has to be, like, a – and sometimes it is. Sometimes you get in your zone. You don't want to talk to people. But if you go with, like, a friend and make it a social thing, it's so much better. And, like, you – your creativity is through the roof when you're, like, pushing yourself and talking yeah. and brainstorming. Because it's, like, a the hustle mindset is already there in the gym. And so right. you apply that. It kind of like is contagious. That hustle mindset will like go into your brainstorming or your meeting. It's, it helps. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes so much sense because I always feel like when I am at the gym, I to warm up. I always like do a treadmill walk or like walk around the track or stair stuff. And whenever I'm like in that zone, I get the best ideas and I just get like, random downloads and like, Oh, this would be really cool to put in a course. So like, Oh my God, I need to tell like this client about this idea. Like you really do just get in that creative zone. And I feel like it could almost be because you're outside of like your normal life, you know, like you're in the gym, you know, you're sometimes you're by yourself. Sometimes you're with a friend, you're just doing your thing and it's, you're not so serious. You're more open to like receiving those ideas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think cardio is honestly one of the best ways to multitask ever mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. stuck. Like you're stuck on a machine. You have a full 30 to one hour, 30 to 60 minutes of yeah. being here and you have to really focus on what you're doing.
0: Yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I answer all my DMS while I'm like walking.
1: <laughs> right, That's I'm right. The same thing. <laughs> Or emails and like just engaging with like, posts on Instagram yeah. all this stuff you can get that done and on the treadmill because it's like what else am I gonna do
0: <laughs> exactly it's like yeah. that or YouTube so like take your pick <laughs> right
1: exactly it's a oh, good I way really to be that.
0: efficient yeah cool okay what do you feel like is the mindset of somebody who's like super fit like you know somebody who's in the gym all the time mm-hmm. what are they what are they thinking what are their beliefs around fitness
1: Um, I'll say are because I feel like I am one of those people. Oh, you definitely are. (laughs) I believe revolving around fitness is that it is an essential component of our lives, of our day. Um, I don't work out every single day. I, I work out five to seven days a week. Um, when I don't work out, I still, you know, believe that. But then I believe recovery is an essential part of health. And it's like being anything, you can be as rich as you want, honestly, as famous as you want, as successful as you want. If you don't have health, what are you really going to do with that? Mm. So it's like prioritizing your health. That's kind of our belief. It's like everything starts from a a healthy place. Yeah. Um, anything that's good starts from a healthy place. So it's like, you are, you're responsible for creating that for yourself. Nobody, it's one of those things where nobody can work out for you, you know, like (laughs) for for work, it's like, you have people to graphic design for you, to create websites for you, to schedule your appointments. It's like, nobody is going to walk on the treadmill and you're going to reap the benefits. It's like the One rare thing that you have to do yourself, like true. It's the work that you put in. It's the work that you get out. It's not like corporate America where it's like, you know, the CEO gets the credit for like the intern or (laughs) anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really like one on one. Mm,
0: That's so good, and I think it's like a lot of like fitness and wellness and becoming healthy, a lot of it is the mindset piece. And so I think anybody listening, if fitness is like something that's a priority to you, which it should be, so you can live long, um, Mm -hmm. you just need to start to take on these kind of beliefs that Fitness is a priority. And I was actually hosting a brunch in Vancouver and a girl who came told me she was like, I want to be a fit person. So like I just asked myself, what do fit people do? They go to the gym. So I bought a gym membership. And I'm like, Yes, it's that simple.
1: You know It really is. It really is. It's like and it's like accepting that changes don't come overnight. Yeah. Is another key principle that comes with fitness because a lot of people get so demotivated after like a week of working out and they're like, okay, well, I still look the same. It's like, yeah, of course, because nobody turns into a millionaire in one week, you know? Right. So Mm. prioritizing, making it a non-negotiable aspect of your life is really the key belief that, you know, hardcore fit people
0: have. Yeah. And I think that goes for all successful people. It's like, making things non-negotiables, like making your daily practice a non-negotiable, making the gym a non-negotiable, like making sure you're eating your vegetables. That's a non-negotiable, drinking your water. I think having non-negotiable, like firm ones set up in place, like we said earlier, it's just, it's all the little things that you can stick to daily. That's really going to affect and change your life. Right. Right. Mm, so good. Okay. I want to hear what are your like best secret fit tips? Because you have so much education in all of this, as everybody <laughs> heard in the intro. So what are like your secret hacks?
1: <laughs> my secret hacks. Okay. So I would say my biggest secret hack um, during the day would be to always carry a bottle of water with you. I knew I, that was coming. Okay. <laughs> in LA so it's like I feel like I think the air here is super dry but also it's like everybody is driving and like traffic sucks and it's just like you never want to be parched or like you never want like I've been stuck in like two hour traffic going like Jesus Christ um, yeah and it was only like like 14 miles or something like that and so I was like okay (laughs) like I like now I'm like like dehydrated. I'm cranky. I'm like hungry. <laughs> now I just want something sweet. I don't know what it is, but it's like when I, whenever I don't drink enough water, my diet automatically goes down the drain. I get all these mm. weird cravings and it's always for junk food.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure so, that happens to me. I'm going to, I'm going to check that and be like, next time I get a craving, I'm going to be like, am I dehydrated? <laughs> yeah.
1: Seriously? Because sometimes it's just your, your cells just need that like hydration and otherwise it's going to make you feel like you're hungry too. So you're going yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, my second tip is making sure you get your vitamins in. Oh yeah. So okay. A, a multivitamin I think is so key because you could eat, you know, enough calories, calorie wise in a day to keep you going. But if those calories are, Lacking in like vitamins and minerals, your cells are still hungry. Like your cells are still craving
0: mm-hmm.
1: certain certain vitamins. And that translates into craving um sugar or craving salt or craving like that crunchiness. You cause your your cells are trying to tell you, like, hey, like, can you feed me this vitamin B? And it comes out like they, you know, it comes, it translates to your body and your taste buds as like, oh, I need to go get me some chocolate.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So just like a multivitamin is what you would recommend. Yeah. I would
1: recommend a multivitamin and I don't have a specific brand. Brand I take is, um, my kind organics and I get it from Whole Foods, okay. but you want to make sure that it's, it's on the organic side and that they have, um, like, seals of approval that what is in the vitamins are actually the ones that are in it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I'll say I have, like, all, like, the complete, like, full package, and maybe they don't have that. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to waste your money. Um, and my other one would be when I'm traveling to always pack workout gear. Because right. like it, it doesn't matter where you're going, I think' is, because I mean honestly, like you could use travel gear to like travel into, so yeah, if you're running out of clothes, if you're having like a day where like nothing else you've packed is like flattering, just throw on some workout gear and you're like, you know, as leisure cute, but right. <laughs> but you like you always want to go on vacation or go on a trip thinking that you're gonna workout. It's like a hard adjustment for people I think in the beginning because they're usually like, "Oh, I'm on vacation, like fuck it." But right. that but trying to get back into the swing of things is going to be so much harder than if you just stuck with it while you're away.
0: Mm, That's such a good one. It's like you put in those hate, those eight hard weeks to like, you know, get consistent in the gym and then you're just going to blow it all on vacation. Like that's very much like an all or nothing pattern. We just, and like we said earlier, we want to maintain the healthy lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, and another one of my hacks is I, to build a butt, I work out my glutes three days a week. Oh, and I, wow. Okay. So I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Um, and this might be a lot if you're starting out. If you're starting out, I suggest twice a week. Mm-hmm. But on Monday, I will do kind of like a like a heavier set. So you want to do heavier weights and less repetitions. Okay. And get like like maybe 70% sore. And then... On Tuesday or on Wednesday, switch it up and do lighter weights or no weights at all, and work out with like a resistance band and do higher repetition. So that means 12 reps and up. So 12, 15, 20. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so you're kind of just switching it up. You're you're able to target your muscles differently, but you're also maximizing the work that's being done and the fatigue mm. and on those rest days and right after your workout, make sure you get in a lot of protein so you're not super sore.
0: Okay. Yeah. Ooh, good tips. Yeah. And if you guys are like looking for workouts, just go to Nicole's Instagram because she has like <laughs> a bunch of workout videos that are great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I love that. Building booties, building self-acceptance. All- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay. And the last thing I ask everybody on the podcast is what's your number one tip for manifesting your goals?
1: The number one tip for manifesting your goals, I would say definitely really um, getting into that mood like regardless of what happened to me through the day I have a morning ritual and like a night ritual. So the morning ritual I'll do like the Lakshmi mantra and visualization yeah. and journaling. Um and at night I do just meditation with my crystals and it's like whatever regardless of what happens in between the time between my morning and night ritual when you you really want to feel that gratitude at the end of the day and get into that mindset Mm -hmm. and you it's like a time to let everything go so kind of shrug off things that don't matter like if somebody honked at you when you were making a left turn that happened you You know your first reaction my usual first reaction is like fuck you (laughs) right you're like who the fuck just honked at me right exactly (laughs) And then, you know, at the end of the day, if that honestly, that shouldn't bother you for like you shouldn't be holding on to that for more than like 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're like about to do your nightly meditation, if you're still hanging on to that, just let it go. Mm. There's things that, you know, really setting boundaries for what matters and what does not matter is my biggest tip for manifestation. Because if you're gonna hold on to like little things. All the time it's all it's gonna do is hinder what you're able to manifest into your life.
0: Yeah, it's just like putting your focus on the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like don't let things bother you. It's just more so like shrugging things off a little bit. bit I love that.
0: I love I always tell people like it's a shitty five minutes, not a shitty day. Like don't think about it for any more than five minutes if it doesn't feel good.
1: Yeah exactly exactly and getting rid of toxic people in your life is probably another really big tip
0: oh yeah so important oh my god because people have such an effect on us
1: yeah i am such like a energetic person i think i absorb people's like energy so yeah. it's like, if somebody is toxic, I'm like, oh my God, this is so draining. <laughs> yeah. My battery is like dying. <laughs> yeah. You're like, get me out of here. I can't. <laughs> Seriously. But I, and this is a question for you, but do you feel like sometimes like once you start doing energy work on yourself, it's like the people that you were once close to, you're no longer close to.
0: Oh my God. I've had that happen to me so many times. Like once I started on personal development, I like immediately lost like one of my best friends. Like it just dropped. Yeah. It's just like, you just start to vibe on a different level. And when people aren't continuing to vibe upwards, when they're just staying stagnant, you just kind of outgrow them and it's nothing to them, but it's like energy is energy. And if somebody's being stagnant, it's going to exhaust us.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's so exhausting and you're like, oh my God, like the negativity, I just want to get away. So yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's one of the harder things to do is getting rid of people. But
0: yeah. And I think that's a good thing to bring up too. It's like getting rid of the toxic people. It's like, if you feel exhausted by somebody, that's like a very clear sign that you probably shouldn't spend as much time with them. And I get this question a lot. It's like, you don't have to completely drop them, but I would definitely say like minimize time with them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's so important. I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but I've done it yeah. to, you know, like gotten rid of like ex boyfriends and stuff like that. And so right. that has been the biggest shift ever. Because sometimes like you'll be fine. You'll be vibing high. And then your weirdo like ex boyfriend hits you up and your whole <laughs> energy just like shifts. And you're like, like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a high vibe situation. And like, nope. <laughs> yeah so so funny so getting rid of those kinds of people helps your helps your vibe tell them goodbye
0: I love it okay amazing thank you so much for kicking everybody in the butt telling them to drop their excuses (laughs) get consistent love your body bitch like
1: all the good things yeah everybody find you online um you guys can follow me on instagram it's at I love Nicole Nam so I L O V E N I C O L E N A M. And my podcast is available on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and Google Play, and vibingandvalentino.com. And it's called Vibing and Valentino. Beautiful,
0: and I can't wait to be on. So, you guys love to look out for my episode too. I'm so podcast. excited to talk to you. So We're gonna
1: good. get down, you're gonna give all my listeners like how to manifest their best life because oh,
0: I can't wait! I know, I'm so excited! It'll be so good! Amazing. <laughs> okay, everybody, go follow Nicole, go watch her workout videos, they're so good. And if you feel lost in the gym, just do exactly what she does, like, you're gonna be fine. Just get your ass in the gym here's the fitness content you guys wanted. Thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on. It was an absolute blast.
1: Thank you so much. Had so much fun. Amazing. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset Magic and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.